Hey, Groovaholics. Welcome to the latest edition of the Rochester Groovecast podcast. I'm your host, Ben Albert. In this episode, I will be providing you my review and analysis of this year's Disc Jam Music Festival in Steventown, New York. Check out the show notes for information on the music festival and stay tuned. Next episode will display an interview with Philadelphia Swift Technique, who I interviewed live at Disc Jam. This episode is sponsored by nysmusic.com. nysmusic.com is New York State's most comprehensive online music source. NYS Music offers a daily mix of live music, news, show and album reviews, artist interviews, videos, and much more. NYS Music also offers something called the 8790. The numbers 87 and 90 reflect our major regional highways. Um, 8790 highlights highly developed regional bands with unbound potential for mainstream success. So head over to nysmusic.com and check out 8790 in addition to music reviews, news, interviews, and event updates throughout New York State and the surrounding areas. Now, let's get on with the review. Wow. Where do I begin? Disc Jam Music Festival was just genuinely really, really special. Live music, of course. There was morning yoga, a disc golf tournament, Flow Tribe, which was a collection of breathtaking hoop dancers from New England. The artistry amongst, amongst these hoopers was just astounding. Spray painting and other live art, craft vendors, workshops, beautiful people, of course. Hey, let me briefly provide some setting, and then we'll discuss some of the festival's happenings in chronological order. It's the 7th Annual Disc Jam Music Festival in Steventown, New York, which is just about 45 minutes from Albany, and it was about 4 hours from Rochester, New York, which wasn't awful, and not very far from many other surrounding cities. The great location encouraged thousands of attendees. I'm curious what the final number will be, as the lineup was abundant and regional talent and national talent bringing in so many people over 50 acts spread amongst four stages during this long four-day weekend this was my first ever disc jam music festival so everything was brand new to me first thing i noticed a cute little ice cream stand and diner just outside of the festival grounds right behind it mini golf then i realized wait this a large section of the festival grounds is a golf driving range. That makes sense. The The grounds were just maintained incredibly beautiful. Only found one golf ball, which I did keep as a souvenir. Thursday, June 8th, marked the beginning of Disc Gem. And the lady of the evening was Haley Jane of Haley Jane and the Primates. And also, yes, darling. Haley Jane would go on to sit in with a countless number of acts that the weekend of Disc Jam, and Thursday was a definite indication of her large presence at the festival. She was called up all for all three of Thursday's main headliners, Strange Machines, Roots of Creation, and lastly, Les Special. 
I was particularly impressed with the Roots of Creation out of New Hampshire. Reggae at the Roots, Roots of Creation crossed through genres of hip-hop, rock and roll, techno, and pop. They are definitely a reggae group to keep your eyes on for the near future. The special ended the main stage sets with some seriously impressive jam, funk, and rock. I was pretty exhausted and called it a night afterwards, but out in the wood stage, the silent disco went all night long. And we wake up and we move on to Friday. I wake up to the sounds of the Grateful Dead. I always joke, a festival isn't a festival without a dead set, is it? Apparently, Stephen Town agrees because Barely Dead open up the day on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday provided a long list of incredible sets. Let me just acknowledge a few. Swift Technique out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania brought the heat with an early afternoon set. Funkin' Soul with a Philadelphia flavor. I will be releasing an interview I had with Swift Technique live from Disc Jam. Stay tuned for the interview. It will be out soon. And check out the show notes. They'll be there once it's released at least. Aqueous from Buffalo, New York played. And they might just be the next big thing in the jam scene. They've been recognized by Umphreys McGee recently. Joel Cummings and Jake Sinninger. Hope I said that right. Bumfries are sitting in with Aqueous at the Highland Ballroom in New York State, July 7th. Of course, I was excited to check them out at Disc Jam. Haley Jane must like them too because she sat in with the band as they played Criminal by Fiona Apple. Giant Panda Girl Dub Squad and then Kung Fu both brought it, as always. And then Boston's Dopapod closed out the main stages with, as usual, a very impressive set. This was the 7th Annual Disc Jam and the 7th Annual Dopapod at Disc Jam. I think we have a trend here. I support it. Singer-songwriter um, Dopapod, singer-songwriter Rob Kamka is actually from here in Rochester, East Rochester, New York. So, of course, I support the local bands. So, Dopapod left the audience with tons of energy, which was a perfect transition into the motet of Denver, Colorado. As a big funk aficionado, I was exuberant to see motet for the first time, and they kept the late night audience moving for two hours straight. It was officially time to relax after motet. Fittingly, Holly Bowling of San Francisco ended the night with Grateful Dead, Fish, and other covers in a classical style on grand piano. It was beautiful, to say the least. Oh, and again, for the real night owls, a silent disco followed in the woods. Being as brief as possible, but am still only on Saturday, clearly Disc Jam was abundant with incredible music. Saturday morning, after another barely dead set, I was pumped to check out Wild Adriatic out of upstate New York. Their bluesy rock and roll melodies and soulful vocals charmed us listeners as the sun began to beam down on a toasty Saturday. Plenty of great musicians followed. Agent Lockhart, Concert of the Source, Ghost Note, Mr. F, Electric Beethoven, Spiritual Res, Talk. Then Manic Focus was the first EDM producer to rock the main stage. And not being a big EDM fan, I was a little hesitant, but then pleasantly surprised. The mashup of tunes coupled with a live drummer kept the energy high 
and the audience dancing, which segued into the danciest set of the evening. Two hours of Brooklyn, New York's Turquoise. This nine-piece power funk band only got bigger as members of Snarky Puppy joined in, creating one large damn funky powerhouse. The entire field was populated and dancing like there was no tomorrow. They even played a surprise encore. It had to have been five to ten minutes after their last song. Turquoise came out and played one more. And Disc Jam had more movement in store. Electronic producer Break Science played next. And this show, he was accompanied by five of the members of Lettuce. This was just incredible. I'm not sure what to tell you there. Break Science laid down the basic grooves and the live band filled in every little detail for a full, powerful, live electronic sound. Man, it was funky. And it was officially time to relax. So the audience was primarily sitting down for Consider the Source at 2 a.m. for their second set. The band sat down themselves and incorporated acoustic instruments, a theremin, and put on a very relaxing sort of calming, very different than their usual style, um, late night set. I love Consider the Source, and they, I've seen them a handful of times, but I'd never seen them play on acoustic instruments and play in this unique style. The audience, me included, of course, was mesmerized, rightfully so, as this was a very intimate and spiritual experience between the band and the Disc Jam fan. And then we've made it to Sunday, and another opening set of Barely Dead. Oh, my gosh, it was a scorcher. I maybe should get a, this sunburn checked out. This Academy Funk All-Stars had me scratching my head in amazement. The entire group is a collaboration of music students at the very oldest in their teens. They're, they're kids, really, and these kids are prodigies. They covered bands such as Dopapod and Kung Fu, and I was in utter disbelief when they began playing Consider the Source. Wow, these kids are the future. Other great talent played Sunday, including Sophistafunk, Afterfunk, Annie in the Water, and others. Gabulidus had some surprises in store. The duo consists of Vermont's Twiddle members, Mahali and Sedenek. Hope I didn't butcher that too, of Twiddle. And they called up a large slew of musicians from the weekend. At the end of the set, the entire Twiddle band was on stage. We basically received a surprise Twiddle set, which was hugely delightful for all Twiddle fans. Genome Project came out from all the way in Jerusalem, Israel, and rocked some live Tronica. And then Pink Talking Fish fused together the music of Pink Floyd, the Talking Heads, and Fish. I had to take off around this time, so I personally missed out on Yes Darling, who closed the festival out. Yes Darling is Haley Jane of Haley Jane and the Primates and Ryan Monoblue. At least I saw plenty of Haley Jane earlier in the weekend. So, yes, wow. The weekend was just full of incredible talent, coupled with dancing, hooping, art, and disc jam. Family fun for all. I would and will return next year. I recommend Disc Jam to any and every music fan. I'm really, really happy that you took the time to listen to this episode, this review. I hope I saw you there. If not, I'll see you next year at Disc Jam, Steventown, New York. 
Deep thanks to all the volunteers and organizers for making Disc Jam possible. And very special thanks to nysmusic.com for sponsoring Disc Jam and, of course, for sponsoring this podcast. Check out the show notes for information on some of the music and events discussed on this show. For now, thank you. I love you and keep on grooving.